Golden Bay is a quiet, idyllic town nestled amongst native bush. Onetahua is the name of the busy marae in the small community of Pōhara. The three local iwi are Ngāti Rārua, Ngāti Tama and Te Atiawa. Local women Glyn Rogers and Laurie Duff take Tiahika on a tour of the marae complex. Um, ko Whakapuna ki te maunga, ko te wairoa, ho pupu, hone nengengi, ma tangirau te awa, ko Whakirangi te marae, ko Takitimu te waka, ko Kahununu te iwi, ko Kurupakiaka te hapu, ko Glenn Rogers takuengoa. Ko Parapara te maunga, ko Parawhaka oho te awa, ko Tokumaru te waka, ko Te Atiawa, Minati Tamana iwi, Ko Onitahua Te Marae, ko Laurelie Duff Takawengoa. Um, Onitahua Marae is in the Pohara Valley in Golden Bay in Mohua. And um, Mohua is the, uh, the original name for Golden Bay. And Mohua refers to the little yellow-headed bird oh. that was here in the, in, in the bay. So that's how it got the name Mohua. And I think there's probably only a few, none here, none here but Gisborne, perhaps. And Dan's here? Yeah. yeah. So Mohua, well, but they're not extinct. Oh, I mean, you know, they're they very... Yeah, 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 they are extinct in Golden Bay, but... Originally, there were heaps of them here, so hence the name Mohua. And here's me thinking it was the golden sands of the beach. Yeah, no, no, it was definitely after the bird. So, ladies, we are standing at the uh, Tomokanga, or the entranceway, uh-huh. really. Uh-huh. And you are one of the kaikaranga here? Aye. And so what happens when Manuhiri come? Do they just, uh, is it, do they stand here and then you karanga and then they slowly walk up the stairs yes. in front of us, don't they? Yes, yes, they do, yeah. Our, our marae onetahu is a little bit... Um, unique one because you're actually having to go upstairs and then turn to the left to get it into the Faditupuna to be welcomed on. But yes, yes. And how long have you been one of the the, the kaikaranga of this marae? Um, I got um, it's bulldozed the word. I'm not too sure. <laughs> Nicely asked <laughs> with my arm up my back um, to do it. Probably, oh gee, probably about ten. 12 years ago, something like that maybe. Yeah, yes. When, um, although the marae was started by Mata Waka, being mana whenua of Golden Bay, um, was sort of firmly told that this was our place and this was my place to be, mm. to be starting to do this, so yeah. Okay, yeah. kia ora. Okay, ladies, we'll, we'll make our way towards the, uh, towards the, well, it does have a, a maho but it's but when you walk inside and you turn to the left, that's the the Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and so the name where I can read is Te Marama. Yeah. Like up here, we have our Tiko Tiko Ranginui and Papa Tuanuku. Below that, the Koruru is Te Marama. So the name Te Marama came about as um, a new way forward. You know, the world of the light. Yep. So this was how our whare got its name, Te Aumarama. Te Aumarama. Yeah. And um, do you know much information about who who did the carvings, uh, Glenn? 
Uh, John John Mutu, he was a or oh, he is a master carver at Tefina Marae Motueka. He did all the carvings, apart from our main po, the big po and the fatty tupuna. He became sick part way through doing them, and so couldn't get that one done. But um, all of them were done by by John Mutu. Mm. Beautiful, yeah. Fine. And yeah. Tim Wright was yes. the other yes, carver. He's the other, he's the other carver. Yeah. Yeah. Who's well known yeah. for his. Yeah, he was actually one of one of John Mutu's students, originally. He's a Pakeha yeah. gentleman from Motueka. Mm. Yeah. And so if we move in towards the uh, towards the Maho here, we have uh, signs on the on the wall. Mo Maharatanga, could you please read that, uh, Glenn? Okay, so the Mo Maharatanga, Tui Martin, nineteen forty seven to two thousand and five. He tohu Mo Maharatanga Tene Kia Tui Motuna Moimoya Kaha Kia Tui Tene Marai Munga Tangata Katoa Ahakoa Kowai E Korikwe E Wariwaritia. So it was um, Tui's dream back in the early 80s. Tui, at that stage, thought he was Matawaka and went around and spoke to people and felt that um, as Matawaka, it would be really good for us to have a marae, somewhere where we could gather together. Which is a similar story with other marae in in this area. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so... Hence began the journey, so he um, spoke his dream to a woman, a Ngāpuhi woman called Violet Goodall and said, you know, I've got this dream. Are you behind me? Are you in or out? So <laughs> there the journey started. So the two of them were pretty much instrumental in setting up Absolutely. this marae. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely so. were, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Now to our right we've got, um, it looks like maybe a, a garage or a shed of some sort and then a whare there. This is just in a residential kind of street? Yep. So yeah, I mean this was the original Tarakohi school. So right beside it we've got the, um, you know, it's typical education, board property, school, the principal's house or teacher's house next door and garage. So this is how Amarai started. We... Looked for a building, this building came up, you know, the school had been closed for a few years. So, um, hence the um, started Onitaho Marae and the Kohanga Reo, Te Waikorupupu Kohanga Reo, whom at that stage was being run in the basement of a garage, mm-hmm. you know, that came to be next door as well. So we're standing in a, a small area. Um, we've just come sort of walk through the part of the marae. And this, gee, this must be handy when it's raining, eh? So everyone can put their yeah. shoes in. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's kind of the transition between the whare yeti and into the, um, into the whare kai. Plus we also have access out to the ablution block. Yes. So we're going to um, just take a bit of a walk around here at uh, Ono Tahua Marae. I'm with Glyn and Laura Lee. So we can come this way. Oh my gosh, there's a pool. We have our own swimming pool. Wow, of course it was a school. Yeah. (laughs) And this gets used by um, a lot of the kids that that live here in the valley. We have our own local plumber who lives two or three doors away and he and another gentleman um, do the looking after of the pool and the... The cleaning and the chemicals, the whole nine yards. So, so when it gets warmer, obviously, you know, you oh, get yes. in there and bust out, the, you know, get out the leaves. and. Yeah, they do all of that. We don't have to do any of it. They do the, um, 
you know, collecting the money for the keys, the whole nine yards. Wow. And at the end of the, the swimming season, they just give us a, a check or, or, you know, the amount of money that they've actually collected over the year. So during the summer, summer, a lot of kids must oh, come? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Lots of kids, lots of kids. You know, from there's quite a few kids actually live in this valley now, of parents that are here. Yeah. And, of course, school classes that, that come here. School groups that come to the marae to stay use it a lot as well. Poor Hutter seems to be quite a um, beach-going type of yeah. area. Then we've got beaches, caravan parks, holiday yes. homes that I passed on the way to get here. So yeah. this will be really attractive during, yes. during the summer. Oh, yeah, it is. It's really, really great. Really great. And Manuhiri, you know, uh, yes. just blowing away. It's not many marae that have their yeah. own yeah. pool. So, yeah. I like yeah. telling them, you know, that we have a real pool, <laughs> a proper one. Mm. Here in Mohua, uh, Mana Whenua, Mana Whenua of Mohua are three iwi, Te Atiawa, Ngāti Utama and Ngāti Rārua. And we have a, um, the, we call our, our group Mana Whenua Ki Mohua. And over here is our office for uh, Mana Whenua and we meet once a month. And, there, and a lot of the work that we do, a lot of different work to do with um, archaeology, Sites, um, site inspections, a lot of different groups come to see us to talk about different things that they perhaps want to do in the bay or would like to do or, or whatever. Yeah, so very busy. So this is where all the men hang out? Yep. Well, yeah. We all have tunes. <laughs> yep. Um, yep, we, we do a lot of... Um, we have a copper out here which we use to um, steam cockles or uh, cook our um, steam puddings in. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got an old copper there, which works great. It does. Yeah. Glenn, you talked about, um, you know, this is the area where they shell kaimwana. You know, what kinds of kaimwana are, are available in the area? Uh, um, cockles. Cockles, you just walk down the beach, you can collect cockles all the time. Mussels, you know, there are a couple of um, commercial mm. operations running here, you know, mussel farms, and um, we actually have some investments in mm. some muscle mm. lines to yeah. create some income for yeah. the for the marae and if we have a big hui on, you know, we just contact some of the local of course, guys that yeah. are running the can you get us some mussels in and they come. What about meat? Um like beef, lamb, pork? Um like the, again we have a really supportive community. Mm. You know, this area mm. is a huge area for pig hunting and deer mm. hunting. Mm. So, of course, I said to you before, we never go hungry here. Yeah. There's always plenty of kaimwana, fish, plentiful fish in the sea, scallops. You know, yeah, we're really mm. lucky. Scallops, power, yeah, kapai. Yeah, yeah. So we'll head into the farikai. Is it, what's the name of the farikai? Fari, Matika. Fari Matika. <laughs> yes. This building was given to us by. NZED, yeah. Um, the man that it's named after, um, Pat Martika, was killed in an accident up the Cobb Valley um, when he was working for the NZED back in 1990. Yeah. And so the NZED actually gave us this building. It didn't look like this, but it was for our fuddy, and that's why it's named after him. And Pat's wife, Nancy, works here. She's one of our mainstays here in the kitchen. And, and affies us um, really wonderfully well. Um, yes, and, and NZED, while it was still the NZED for a lot of years, each year would have would give us a nice check. 
Um, but since it's been taken over <laughs> by all the various different companies, it doesn't happen anymore. But it was the starting for our for our Farikai, which is really, really, really great. Again, Pet um, Matika was Matawaka, mm. and so Pet's tangi was the first tangi to happen here mm. at our marae, and um, the New Zealand Electricity Department were really impressed on. A, you know, with the, all the support that went around Pat's whānau and the tangi being held here. So they, when when the um, whole cob was, was, I guess, downsizing, when they, they decided that they would like to call her. Sorry, what's cob again? Okay, so that's cob powerhouse. So that oh. was the New Zealand Electricity Department. Mm-hmm. They still have a powerhouse up there. But they used to have lots of houses mm. and buildings. Mm. When they downsized, they decided they'd like to donate some stuff here to Onetahua Marae. Mm. So, yeah. Onetahua, which means heaped-up sand, was chosen as the name in 1987. The Nui or meeting house, Te Marama, was opened in 2001. The inside panels of the meeting house represent the three mana whenua iwi, that's Ngāti Rārua, Ngāti Tama and Te Atiawa. But it also encompasses mātāwaka, that is, for those who have no lineage or whakapapa to the area. The mix of art inside tells the history and stories of mōhua. So, Glenn, we're in Te Aumarama right now. Um... And here is Te Ao Marama, yep, and our um, Whare Tūpuna. The first thing oh. I see is a lot of colour. Yeah, it's quite a contemporary marae, really. An old building, but some beautiful, beautiful artworks that... Um, beautiful. Yeah, have been created by by the community, really. Yeah. And we, we've been really fortunate... Um, and the people that have helped us create this. So we have an incredible man called Robin Slow, who is the art teacher at um, Golden Bay High School, who is responsible for designing a lot of the, mm. the you know, a lot of the cool fi-fi patterns, um, these mural up here. Yeah. I love the way it's almost like a 3D effect, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, um, is it made out of polystyrene? Right. It's actually um, chipboard, the most wonderful stuff to carve with. It's soft and it's lots of fun and very, very addicting to do it. The two, this one here and the one at the far end were done by Farno from Christchurch, but all of the rest were done next door at the Kōkiri. Um People used to, you know, there was an ad went in the local paper and people arrived, bring your share lunch. <laughs> and we had everything from the fattiest food to the most vegan food. It was wonderful. Weekend after weekend, people came to help do the painting and the carving and the bits of the tukutuku panelling. So this one in front of me, um, Laurelie, it's, like, it's, it's got a blue background. It almost reminds me of a, of a cloud. It's actually supposed to be the waves. It, it's representing... Oh, waves. The um, the fish life, like whales and the likes, that used to be in the bay. This side of the of the po is um, represents the past and the different fish and birds and insects and everything that used to be here in the past. And then you had Mum with her feet firmly in the ground mm. and Dad 
and our taonga at the top, our mm. treasure, our children. Anai, anai. Glenn, when these are tangihanga, what's the kawa? What, where, does the, where is the, the tūpapaku? Okay, one? so depending on who the tūpapaku are, so they will be, we have three different pau down the other end here, so and they represent different iwi. So we could wander off down yep. and so yeah, when there's a when, when there's a tangihanga, mm. um, the yep. two papaku are bought in, and depending on where they're from, um, we'll decide which po they'll lay under. Oh, okay. Yep. And who makes that decision? The local komatsu? Um No, but we, we know. Like for instance, if it's ma- the, the right hand po is uh, Nati Rarua, the middle po is Tiatiawa. Natitama, and this po here is uh, Matawaka po. In fact, if you know, if if you look close, if you know the style of your iwi carving, you'll find that each one of the figures there is a diff- it's carved differently. So Matawaka could be a person from anywhere in Aotearoa. Yeah, absolutely, anywhere in so in So I know for yeah. me that yeah. like when we had my mother's. Um, Huda uh, Kohatsu, you know, we bought her yeah. photos and that, and, and they lay under the Matawaka Pau yeah. at Kuia last year, um, Whaiti Aroha, you know, her two papaku lay under the Matawaka yep. Pau. Yep. So, and, and we have great pleasure in telling our manuhiri that mm. come in here, you know, this, this is, is your Pau. Yeah. You know, if you're not from here, you're not Tiatiawa, Natitama, Natirarua. Here's your pie here. And if you're Pakeha too. And that the the Kufaifai design beside it is depicting the clematis plant or clematis, depending on where you're educated. <laughs> and it puts its roots down in one place and it grows like a vine through the trees and it will flower somewhere else. So although your roots may be here, you're flowering here in in Mohua at the moment. So that's your poe. And it's you know it's quite buzzy to actually say to especially if we have a predominantly Pakeha group here and be able to say to them this is your po this is your marae mm. and it's pretty special for them you know mm. to know that they are being included as well as as Māori people and it's so yeah. So where we're standing in now the, the Faretupuna, was this part of the school this building? Uh, this is the only part that was part of the school, and as Glenn said there was a double doors here to your left Mm -hmm. and in this corner was I think it was the tea room and the other corner was the principal's office and storeroom and there was a wall down here with the windows up the top and the the coat hooks for the kids coats there was a doorway there where the main po is Mm -hmm. and the other door was down in this corner and this part was split into two rooms both with a pot belly stove in each room so when I first came in here, which was for Pat Matika's tangi, the wall had been knocked out between the two rooms and this wall, and we had to have, what was it, two or three big posts to keep the roof up because the roof sagged. No. There was no carpet so on the floor. So and the, the wallpaper wall and, and, and everything. It was pretty huckery, really. Yeah. <laughs> but it was the, the wider in this place was just so warm. So, so warm. And the it roof was, is gorgeous because it's that oh, yeah. natural wood. Well, this, this is actually um, redwoods, and it came from two redwood trees that we had up by the swimming pool. 
and they were chopped down and milled and the timber around the sides and the, the roof here and in the whariiti are from those two trees. So, yeah. The, the other timber, uh, apart from the main po, the other timber came from Matawaya, right up the top of the North Island. Um, there had been a group from Natihine had been down here some years beforehand and they said that they would kuha all the timber for us if we came up to get it. So... Oh, in the 1990s, there was about 40 of us from Takaka, Motueka, Nelson, Picton, went up there and, um, yeah, they gave us the, the, all the timber. Um, volcanic rock for our hangi and Solly's freight freighted it all the way down from up there for free. Wow. Right here. And the centre po, they ran out of timber and the centre po is Cody, and it came from down Bruce Bay, down the west coast. So, um, and that is the one that was done by Tim Rach. You can see the style of carving is different. And this is when there was that one to be done when John Mutu became sick. And so Tim Rach went to John Wood Holmes's batch, um, and it should have taken a few months to do, and it was something like about six weeks to carve all of that. And it's so heavy the day that all of the carvings and everything were pulled onto the marae. It took 20 men to carry that and so I thought it was going to kill them. Can you remember that day, Glenn? Yeah. It was really interesting because everything in here was measured, mm. you know, so everything exactly. was going to fit in. They bought it in and it wouldn't fit mm. because they hadn't, they'd forgotten about the carpet. <laughs> So if you if you look around that po, you can see that the carpet's been cut out. <laughs> so, right. Um, yeah, to yeah. lift a huge, massive oh, po yeah. like that. I mean, it is really important to get your measurements exactly yeah. right. Um, but it sits there now, and, it, and it's beautiful. It and those, you know, the windows on... on around there, you know, they depict maunga taranaki. Mm. And... Um, and, and you look out there and you look towards Taranaki. Soon be back, we're coming back this way. I'm feeling so pleased about it. I feel like sailing across the seas beneath the clear blue skies. My ancestors who cut the way to here, they're all aboard the ships like endeavor. Across the great divide, they were calling. Oya mai te waka ki te urunga, te waka ki te takotoranga, itakotora. Ship ahoy, we come this far today. I'm feeling so pleased about it. Like sailing 
beneath the clear blue skies I feel all my ancestors Got the way to hear They're all aboard Ships like endeavor Who can it? Who can it see? 